What's the most exciting and most watched sport in the United States? If you said anything else but football, you lose. Welcome to the Air Raid Attack Podcast. Nothing's more exciting than college or pro football. And when we say football, we don't mean soccer. Oh, no. We'll hang, we'll give you in-depth analysis, and you know what? Football and life have a lot in common. So you'll hear us tackle life topics sometimes, too. So let's do it. This is the Air Raid Attack Podcast. And here we go, here we go. And this is your host, Air Raid Mike. What is up, everybody? Yours truly, Air Raid Mike here, and uh, got a fun show for you. We're going to finish off the 2023 college football season in grand fashion. Of course, uh, if you actually watch the game or if you, at least you pay attention to the news, we all know Michigan won the tw- uh, national championship defeating uh, Washington, which I wasn't surprised, but some apparently was. But guess what? We got more breaking news. Alabama, Nick Saban now, Michigan. The, uh, the scandal, if you will, came up with an answer to that allegation. We'll talk that. We'll recap the 23 season. Hopefully my volume button will work today. And uh, let's have some fun talking some college ball. And uh, does the Detroit Lions actually have a chance to make a run in the playoffs? Well, we're going to find that out. We're going to talk more. But first, time to air it out. <laughs> what is up everybody happy wednesday hump day whatever you guys call it go for it we made it halfway through the weekend if you're listening beyond today then congrats you made it either into the weekend or sometime in the near future so congrats on that as well but first things first listen to us on all major podcast platforms and join the conversation all the comments will be posted so join the conversation as we talk some college football but nonetheless it's a humongous honor to have the probably the biggest Michigan fan that I know um, besides a few other people that I will not name nameless um, but Miss Lexi Lexi uh, first off uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule for coming on, and congrats on your guys' uh, national championship game. Um, I know you're probably still on cloud nine and, and recovering from it, but congrats. <laughs> but more importantly, welcome to the Air Raid. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm still on cloud nine. It still feels so surreal and just one thing I've been waiting a long, long time for again, so feel feels good. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it does. You know, it's it's been a while, 1997, not to, you know, try to bring up those, but that's that's a long time from 97 to 2023. But 
you know, real quick as we dive into the show, what was it like the final moments? I mean, to me personally, I didn't think Washington, no disrespect to Washington, phenomenal season for them, but I didn't think they really stood a match, much of a match against Michigan. But uh, the final moments, um, even in the final two minutes, I don't care what it was, what was going through your head watching that clock go down, knowing that you guys are so, so close to hoisting that trophy up? Yeah, I mean, the whole game, I was on the edge of my seat, let's be real. And I mean, shout out to Washington and Michael okay. Penix Jr., because that dude can sling the ball. And, you know, our defense was just, it was just on, on point all game. And that's what we can hope for. But yeah, when, when Mike Samer still intercepted that and ran it back, I just can't even, like, my heart was just so full. Like I was crying, you know, I knew it then, you know, that, that we had it in the bag and it's just, un, you know, indescribable because I was in fourth grade the last time that we did this. So I don't state my age a little bit there, but um, it's been a long time. And so it's just, you know, tears to the eyes. I was still, I even cried about it earlier today. Cause I just thought like, God, you know, this team deserves it. Jim Harbaugh deserves it. And I just couldn't be more proud to work for this university. No, you're right. And, and Jim definitely does, you know, going through going through quite a bit, you know, even in his NFL days. But, you know, of course, the allegations coming out and all that fun stuff, I'm sure. But uh, I know that you got something I'm sure you're happy about. So I'll let you tell the world <laughs> that just came out that uh, you guys literally beat everybody this year. Yeah, you know, we beat everyone. You know, NCAA president comes out and says that, it was not because of the sign stealing that we won it all fair and square. So I am just like, you know, I knew that was going to happen all along. There's just no, it just feels good to just finally have that, that stance though. And no, and right. sure. Yeah. They might investigate some things and maybe throw like, you know, some, nothing's getting vacated. That's the point, you know? Right. And, and, and that's what all that matters to me is that no one's ever going to take this away. And now they all kind of know that. So I didn't think this could get sweeter, but it sure, it sure did. <laughs> Of course, that breaking news came out, and of course, breaking news. I mean, literally, I think right before five o'clock struck Central Time, um, maybe on the East Coast as well. Nick Saban, Alabama head coach, one of the greatest to coach in the game of college football, um, retiring. Who knows as to why? Why was it all of a sudden? But what were your the first thoughts and your reaction when you got a notification on your phone that Nick Saban is uh, is stepping away from the game? Yeah, so I was actually like not home and so i like looked down and i'm like in public and i'm just like holy sh you know like it, i just it, it's it was kind of like stunning i laughed a little bit you kind of want to be a little bit sad because it was a you know a hell of an era of football you know and he's the college football god let's be real you know he, he's the, he's the goat um you know until someone else steps up but you know i was just shocked i did not see that coming i don't think anybody saw that coming because even the fans were acting like they were mourning him so um you know it's pretty crazy times but the whole shift to college football is happening and you know i guess saban didn't want to be a part of that ride which can't really blame him well no and and i know a lot of people have their have their opinions about college football <laughs> in the direction that we're going whether or not it's the nil the transfer portal the fact that ea i know some people are upset that the ea sports didn't drop the uh NCAA trailer for the game, which we were bamboozled. This is who started that rumor. I want to find them and have a, have a couple words. <laughs> I was patiently waiting for it. Never did happen. But um, 
<laughs> yeah, well, maybe next week. Um, recapping the first question as we kick things off. Recapping the 23 season, I mean, of course, national champions, 15 and no, you can't beat that. But looking at that at this season as a whole, um, obviously expectations were high coming in. Just recap in general this season and and the good, the bad, and if there was any ugly, what was it? And as you guys progress into that now, the the defending it next year, and of course, adding adding some teams uh, to the Big Ten next year. Yeah, I mean, I just resilience. That's that's what comes to mind, and and brotherhood and chemistry. That's what this team is about. Just the love that these guys have, not only for each other, but for Jim Harbaugh, mm -hmm. for all the coaching staff. You just see it every game. And you saw it from the beginning. You know, obviously, you know, the good was we kept winning. There was bad in there where Jim was suspended for six total games. Right. And these guys never skipped a beat. Um, you know, Sharon Moore, just give a round of applause because to go on the road to Penn State, you know, at, you know, Maryland at home, you know, right before Ohio State and then, you know, Ohio State or whatever, or me, sorry, at Maryland and then Ohio State at home. There's just to, to take those games in the fashion they did. It's just it's unbelievable. It's mind boggling that that happened. So just the resilience of them and they never gave up and they kept fighting. Um, you know, the the injury of Zach Zinner was devastating. You know, I feel like every year we have just something that's just heartbreaking. And I mean, but when that happened, it was almost like it it just launched them into this like new realm of like, I'm going to take these games and win. And I mean, not saying that they wouldn't have won anyway, but I think that gave them a fire to play for their brother that they loved, you know, on that field and, and to win it for him. And I just feel like that was just raining through, you know, the postseason. No, I would say that. And even just even as a fan of the college football, just in general, um, you know, I know that the monkey got off of your guys' back, obviously beating um, Alabama in the first round. Because I know not to bring up. I mean, I, I'm hoping what I'm about to tell you isn't going to uh, ruin any way you feel right now. But, you know, losing to TCU last year, I'm sure was a was a pretty bad eye sort of you guys and a bad. Yes, it was. It was terrible. Through, you know, hard pill to swallow there. But and I'm not going to lie. I was surprised TCU even competed in that one. But that's beside the point. But anyway. Um, you know, obviously redemption and stuff like this, but you know, the Ohio State thing keeping you know, was it now three way three years in a row now? You guys have defeated um, Ohio State, even though you're supposed to say the Ohio State, which that's no, anyway. we don't respect that around here. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's Ohio State. Anyway. I mean, he yeah. says the Michigan University or the Pennsylvania State, you know, what I mean? okay. yeah, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I know you guys had a chip on your shoulder this year, but you know. What was the feel as a fan, you know, working universities, you know, so on and so forth, heading into Alabama? Of course, you know, we know Alabama from the past and we know what they can and can't do. And the SEC's dominance the last nine years, even just even playing in the national championship. What was it heading into? And then, of course, beating Alabama. What was that feel finally getting, I guess, over the hump, if you will? Yeah, I mean... I was nervous, you know, yeah. Saban's a great coach, you know, oh, one of the absolutely. best minds on the sideline you could ever come across. So I knew that game was going to be tough. You know, I don't care if it was Milrose freshman year or if this might be not the strongest team. Like it was still a Saban team. Right. And um, 
to, to overcome that and to stop them in the way that they did. I mean, I dropped to my knees. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long time from a, for a bowl game, a long time for the Rose Bowl um, to beat Saban and do that and go to the natty. I was like pinching myself. Is this real life? Um, but it, it's indescribable. I just, this last two weeks as a Michigan fan um, have been something I could only dream of as a kid. So I feel blessed. <laughs> <clears throat> Which leads to kind of part of the next question as a Michigan fan. And what do you guys obviously still enjoy in the moment? So I'm not taking any of that away from you guys right now, obviously, yeah. but reality will sink in a few weeks down the road, focusing to now 24. Um, Jim Harbaugh, of course, potential chance he may not be back. JJ McCarthy, quarterback, probably wouldn't. I would imagine he wouldn't be back, but you don't know. And the list goes on. What is the feel kind of, is there a feel knowing that this, what we just witnessed, is going to be dismantled by a head coaching decision? Or could you see a chance with Jim Harbaugh probably turns down the NFL? It'd be hard to, I'm sure, but you just don't know with him. Yeah, I, nobody knows what Jim's gonna do. Right, I don't exactly. even think I don't even think Jim knows no. what he's gonna do. You know, his love for Michigan is never gonna be like matched. Um, I don't blame him for having that like itch to go to the Super Bowl, though. I mean, he's one of the few to succeed in both levels now, and that's very, very hard to do. I mean, you watch someone like Saban, who is a god at college football and failed miserably in the NFL, you know. So I think it's kind of just that wanting to prove yourself. But you know, at the same time, I just got this feeling that him and JJ are coming back. Um, yep. If they don't, you know, say Jim does. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be a, you know, in-house hire of Sharon being, you know, promoted to head coach because you don't want to set off the balance of what has been built. You know, Jim has now right. laid this foundation, built it brick by brick. You don't want to come in and demolish that. So, um, I think whatever happens that this program is in such a good place, um, with NIL, with support, with all of that, you know, with the president, um, you know, finally supporting our athletics, which Michigan really never has had. So, um, you know, our president Santa has been incredible in that aspect and really fighting for this team and fighting for Harbaugh, everything. So um, I think we'll be good. You know, it's going to be a gauntlet of a schedule next year, you know, but Texas, USC, <laughs> uh, Washington, Oregon. I am so excited. You know, you hear the soft schedule, blah, blah. I don't got to hear that no more. It's going to be good football. <laughs> it's going to be good football playing. You're just going to have to shut up if we win, you know, like, um, but this team can, can do anything. There's still a lot of players going to be returning, especially on defense. So we still got another year. Will Johnson, uh, Mason Graham on our, on our line, who is just, just a beast. The guy's NFL ready and he's a sophomore, um, yeah. you know, same with Will Johnson. So programs in, is going to be in good hands no matter what. Jim will make sure of that. Well, I was going to ask you, cause I mean, <clears throat> down here, you know, we don't get, obviously the the michigan coverage i mean and rightfully so but uh, i was i was wondering it was who would be some potential coaches had have uh, jim Harbaugh leave the nfl which you know we would assume so but you don't know like you said jim does what jim does and sometimes we don't know if he knows what he's going to be doing but um you know if if who who would be the one replacing him i'm trying if i can get that out there yeah, I mean, I think no, no matter what, it would be Sharon Moore. 
um, it, it was kind of like a test. Uh, the first three games with Jim suspended, they did a little bit of a carousel. Everyone got a chance to do it. And, and Sharon really stood out. I mean, no shot to Jesse Minter or anything like that, but um, <laughs> Sharon just stood out. And then you saw how he did in the last three games of the season. I just feel like, you know, and even if Jim doesn't leave now, um, I think there's going to be a place for Sharon Moore as a head coach here, you know, down the road even. So I think no matter what, it's going to be in-house. Um, they're not going to disrupt anything. And, uh, and stuff like that, you know, you don't see, you really don't see that much anymore. I think Notre Dame, you know, I guess you can throw in from time to time, but you just don't see the within promotion, if you want to call it that, like you used to, or sometimes that you should or stuff like that. But looking at the 24 schedule, and you brought it up, of course, Texas um, comes to, to Ann Arbor, which all I'm going to say is please beat. You know, I, I, I just, I, I just, all I ask for you guys next year is just to beat Texas because you know Texas, of course, with Oklahoma as well going to the SEC. But nothing would be more sweeter to see uh, Texas lose to you guys and then struggle in the SEC. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say we're not either. You probably will too. But the point, you know, hey, is, but you don't have to go into a saving SEC, brother. So that's pretty cool for you. That's right. all I gotta say. Well, you know, Alabama <laughs> comes to Norman uh, next year on November 23rd. So or this year, nice. Now. So you know, maybe maybe he got no, he did not fear Brent Venables. I saw some of the from the Sooner fans. Or he, uh, he he's feared and he's fearing Brent Venables. No. No. <laughs> you know, and, and this is funny, and, and I, I don't believe it in any way, but it's just great that we can kind of push on the narrative of the rest of our lives that, like, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh ended Saban. Exactly. So I thought it couldn't get sweeter after the natty, and I was wrong. It's a little bit of a cherry on top. <laughs> no, I do believe, you know, I do believe that um, I think Oklahoma will be fine. I think mm -hmm. Texas will be fine eventually. It's going to take some growing pains, but. You know, next year, obviously, it's a different. You guys obviously get Washington, um, I think, the first Saturday. I'm looking at it right now on on the website. But you guys get Washington the first October, uh, Saturday of October. That should be kind of interesting. I know. I wish I could fly out for that. What but... better way, though? I'm seeing this right now. <laughs> what better way to start off Big Ten season with USC and Ann Arbor? I know. I know. And I thought about that even back in back in the day, you know, because I was a huge, um, you know, football fan all my life. But, mm -hmm. you know, that Texas USC in 05, 06, I always think about like, oh, you know, I want to be like play with those teams, play those teams. We never played. You know, I didn't know we played Texas and lost. That was a heartbreaker. But I'm excited. You know, it's those are two just blue blood brands of football. And um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see see the matchup. Out of, I mean, of course, you know, you play a new team. I think you get three of the four that's coming in. Uh, USC, Washington, Oregon. I don't think you guys get UCLA. Um, is there one specific team like, absolutely, this is the team I want us to see that switch over from now the defunct Pac-12? Or is it, hey, I'm a strictly a college football fan. Three of the four. Don't go, hold on here. Uh, three of the, or two of the three that you guys play um, are at home, Ann Arbor, USC, and Oregon, going to Washington on the other one. Um, mm. Is there USC I'd rather see Oregon, or is it just, hey, I'm flat out just enjoy football in general? Yeah, you know, if it was this year, I'd probably have, like, an opinion on it. But, like, right. Oregon, Oregon's losing Bo Nix. Um, you know, Washington. Dan Lanning. 
Yep. And Washington lost Michael Penix Jr. Yep. So those teams are going to look a lot different this year. You know, Caleb Williams yeah. going to be gone from USC. So it's really, you know, just brace yourselves coming to the Big Ten because everybody comes in thinking, oh, they're going to be great. Well, Nebraska said that. And, like, look what happened. You know, they haven't done anything since they, they joined. So um, it's just – it's a really stout conference. But I think bringing in these kind of, like, more high-powered offenses mm -hmm. is going to kind of – give it a little, you know, bit of a new look. And I'm excited for that. I love, I love the expansion happening. So it's, it's exciting times. I will say this though. There's, there's a lot of changes happening, but you do not have to worry about USC. They do not have a defense. <laughs> Facts. And even next year, they will not have a defense. So I think you guys are golden from there, but yeah. um, no, I'm happy for you guys. It's, it, it's, you know, the first uh, national championship that's not from an SEC team since God knows when. Um, I would say what Ohio State when uh, the CFP, I think, kicked off. So, yeah, not I don't want to remember that time. So. <laughs> Ohio State, you guys are funny. Uh, <laughs> speaking of college football, the hate is real, okay? I swear. It's born and raised to hate, hate each other. Oh, you, Texas, I get it. Yeah, um, right. You, you, yeah, you know, we, you get it. Yeah, we we get <laughs> now. Is there a chance, or just not going to ever happen? Because I know I can't, I guess it's not fair to ask this because OU Texas is. But is there a chance anyway down the road that Michigan Ohio State's on a neutral site, even for it's a one year deal? Or not really. They'll never they'll never touch it. That's just the one tradition. I wish they would like. I wish they would move it mm -hmm. just because. Now it's a potential that we could play them like back to back, you know, the end of November and then right in the next, you know, for the Big Ten championship. So, um, you know, it is what it is, but they're never going to move it. It's going to either be home and home or, you know, home and home. And then I, I wish they would even do like home and home jerseys. Like oh, I would love that. And they just won't because they're just so with this tradition, it'll never be off at noon. It's always going to be at noon. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's probably for the best because you don't want people drinking too long all day between those two families. <laughs> that could get ugly real quick. <laughs> but no, that's just, it's it's too much of a, uh, you know, a tradition that they won't touch that, I don't believe. I know this won't ever happen, but it'd be cool to watch this actually happen and, and laugh about it as you watch it. What would be the odds? And zero percent. I know that, but what would be <laughs> what would be the odds of just having one Michigan player completely running out of the tunnel as Ohio State's at home doing the stupid dot the eye thing, which is a traditional phenomenal band tradition. I'm not knocking that, but yeah, any chance that somebody can just run out there with a Michigan flag and plant it at midfield before the guy dots the eye? <laughs> Please you know just do something. That'd be so cool. We planted the flag there once, and I don't think that they're gonna ever let us do anything like that again. <laughs> like, no. I don't, I don't. Um, I think that would cause like a whole war to start again. But uh, it was, hey, you you guys know that, that's what, that's what made me feel, love Baker. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know Baker what, Baker owns Ohio State. I love you, and I, I've always rooted <laughs> for that guy since. <laughs> yep, Baker. Um, no, it's cool. Now get back to some serious stuff, though. The college football course is going in a different direction. We see a transfer portal, which I don't know at this point what, it, what it's about. We see the NIL growing big time. As a fan, just from a strictly from a fan standpoint, um, your thoughts on the direction college football is going 
the NIL and then the transfer portal seems to be, I think, everybody's kryptonite here. I think it's starting to lose a lot of people's interest here. Um, what it, are your thoughts on the direction this, that uh, college football is going? Yeah, I'm I'm glad that the players are finally getting paid. You know, these NCAA and these schools have made so much money off of these people over the years that I'm happy for that. I think that they'll they'll need to revamp and kind of tighten the transfer portal eventually. Right. I think it's getting a little crazy, but you know, you don't blame these kids if they want to chase a bag. That's fine, but mm-hmm. um, there's just a difference in in what I actually like what Michigan does. And I know a lot of our fans complain it, but we don't pay players to come here. We tell them when you get here and you work hard doing it, you know, we show like what JJ makes, what Blake mm-hmm. makes. I think, you know, even we raised almost like a million dollar goal in a week, like through like this championship fund. So um, if you just approach it the right way, it can be done right. You know, you still want guys to believe in the message of your program. And I think this is, that's kind of getting lost in all this. You just want to throw the bag at the best player. And then he leaves after a year and you're like, Oh crap. You know, there goes Mm -hmm. that whole, whole deal. But they'll they'll end up tightening some rules on it, but I I like it. You know, you got to adapt with the times. You just got to roll with it. The expansion is good. Bowl games will mean more again. You know, um, I'm looking just at the mock that they had for this year, thinking of how great that slate of playoff football would have been. You're like, you know, you get some crazy upsets. You never know. It'll be a, it's a, it's parody and people get so scared of change in that aspect. And it drives me crazy, but you know, yeah. College football was never going to be what it was. It was never the same when it became the college football playoff from the BCS. Like it it goes through different chapters and this is the next one. So we got to turn the page. No, you made a great point, Lexi, because I'm still old enough. I mean, I'm mid thirties that, um, okay, quit. Um, I'm still, you know, mid thirties to where, you know, everybody complained about the BCS. Well, the BCS is it, not, and it's really what started it when Oklahoma got cremated by Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. Still made it over an undefeated Auburn team that LSU, you know, that we, um, LSU was still in it. Of course, we lost LSU in the national title game too that year. But, um, but, um, and ever since then, it kind of, you know, it wasn't, it's not fair enough. We don't know the, you know, the, the parodies, it's favoritism, blah, 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 blah. You know, then the following year, USC, Oklahoma, and then the list goes on. But now we've gone to the final four. Well, who's the best four teams? We're not going to truly have the four best teams. I still think Washington, as much as I respect the heck out of them, I don't think they should have gotten in. But I don't think Texas should have gotten in either because they lost to a team that lost to Kansas and and our little brother. So, um, (laughs) but anyway, now we're going to fight for the 13th spot or the 12th, really the 12 and 13. The unlucky 13, and now we're going to get to probably three, four years down the road. Well, we need to expand it to, Lord, I don't know, 24 or something. I don't know. <laughs> Some ridiculous thing, but it's just not It's it's not going to satisfy people is where I'm finally ending up with this. It's, it's not going to satisfy nobody. And the transfer port, I do agree, it's a mess, but hopefully they, the NCAA can figure a method to that madness, but it is what it is on that one. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's just, it's, it's chaos, but you know, you just got to roll with it. <laughs> so before we move on to the NFL and your Detroit lions, cause really happy yeah. for you guys. 
Um, it's like a, a dream come true, okay? My whole life, I never had both these teams good at the same time. I don't know how to act, okay? Well, <laughs> all I'm saying is you guys are pleasing God up there because I'm telling you. <laughs> You guys hey, we've been through it. hell. <laughs> we've been through hell. Detroit fans, if anything, deserve the damn oh world. God, okay. Yes. Oh my God, yes. Um, where was I going with that now? Oh, uh, Lincoln Riley. Is there anything? I just so you know, give you guys some insights. You know, he likes to um, <laughs> make some raw steak. He he does claim that OU fans we try to break into his house. But, oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, I heard some crazy stuff about you guys. Oh yeah, Lincoln Riley. You know, he he's a character. He's a um, no, he's a phenomenal offensive mind. But anything exciting about USC coming to Ann Arbor besides it's USC and Michigan? You know, uh, it was funny because when Lincoln Riley left you guys to like run away to the Pac-12, mm-hmm. I think he kind of thought, okay. I'm going to be set. You know, it's the Pac-12. I have a high-powered offense. And then the very next year, it gets announced that he's going to the Big Ten. And I know that he likes his pants because you're going to face those – I mean, even Iowa, they might not have a good offense at all, but they're going to – like kick your ass on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to only let you score 15 points if you're lucky, you know? So it's, that's what I'm kind of chuckling about and excited for, but it's just the, you know, USC actually coming here, you know, that was never something that happened um, before. And it's just any of these West coast teams and new, you know, Oregon, Washington to play them. Um, especially now we're going to be playing them on a regular basis. is is cool. UCLA too. Um, so I'm excited. You know, it, I, I th- no, you're right about that. I absolutely do believe that he 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 left Oklahoma not so much for obviously the Pac-12, but I, you know, obviously he's like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna get out of this thing really quick because I know what's gonna happen with with uh, the SEC for at least for a while anyway, and um, you know. I think he he got out, and then of course he, like you said, he safe havened it, and then I think he was perfectly fine with just him and UCLA, with them and UCLA. But I think I can just imagine going through his head when he realized, well, it's Oregon and Washington now. I'm like, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure of it. Uh, but uh, switching gears, of course, uh, enjoy the moment as national champions because. I would say hopefully we win it next year. I don't know, but I'm sure we'll give somebody a chance. Maybe who knows? Uh, <laughs> Detroit Lions, uh, phenomenal team. Dan Campbell's got them going in the right direction. Gibbs in the backfield and and Jared Goff leading leading the team. And, and um, I can't think of the Titans' name. I can't pronounce it anyway, so it probably wouldn't matter. Um, oh, Laporta. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, phenomenal, <laughs> all around phenomenal. Just both sides of the ball. Um, first off, um, the same question I asked, um, Lena with the Cleveland Browns, I'll ask you with the Detroit Lions is, did they exceed the expectation? I know that some people's expectations were high. I had them pretty high, not winning the division, but I had them high. Did they exceed the, the fan base's expectations or what was the expectations headed to into the season? And then even throughout the season, uh, now being a three seed, hosting the playoff game, and 
at home, I think, for the first time in 30 years or something. <laughs> yeah, 91. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 91 is the, the trend. So, the last time um, we won it. So, wow. yeah, I was three. Ugh. Same here. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. go what? Uh, 91 is obviously the number. 12 wins, division championship, but I'm sure it was the NFC Central at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, hosting the playoff game. Your thoughts on the 23 Lions, and did they exceed the expectations? And what were they if, if they uh, if they didn't? What were they, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so actually my prediction was 12 and 5, so I'm sitting pretty right now. Um, but, <laughs> I, you know, they exceeded. Um, if they win a playoff game, that's kind of just house money at mm-hmm. this point because clinching the North, something they haven't done in you know, over 30 years, right. um, is just is an important step. But the way that they ended last season, you know, winning eight of their last nine, ending Rogers' hopes in the playoffs mm-hmm. in his last game at Lambeau ever, God, that was just so great. Still living that <laughs> moment too, and then just the steamroll, you know. The Kansas City Chiefs ruining their Super Bowl presentation by, you know, beating them mm-hmm. that Monday or Thursday night or whatever. It, it's just, it's been a wild ride, but um, Dan Campbell has just done such a great job in adjusting and shifting this culture in Detroit. Same with Brad Holmes, um, bringing in players that, again, believe in the message, um, gritty, hardworking, which is just the epitome of what Detroit is. And, right. um, I couldn't be more proud of it. They've been playing so well to finally have um, competence in the front office is something that I've been waiting my whole life for. Um, Sheila Hamp, who is the daughter of the Fords who now runs it. She is the reason that this is all happening um, because she finally, you know, did not follow in her parents' steps in running this franchise, (laughs) but you know, just overall, the whole aura of the team, everything has exceeded all our expectations. Sure, people, you know, might want to win a playoff game and be upset if we don't. But right. um, I'll be disappointed. But I, I, I can't say that I'm not proud of what these guys have accomplished. And the future's set for this. We're not going away. This is never going to be, you know, your Matt Patricia or your Matt Millen Lions. That's not going to happen anymore. And and you can thank, you know, like Sheila for that and Brad and and, and Dan. But yeah, whole culture is just great. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited for you guys because, I mean, it wasn't a few years ago you guys were not to bring him up. 0-16 and, and <laughs> you know, some really, really bad seasons. And some season I thought you guys had something going and kind of backtracked. But I think, like you said, Dan Campbell has got them going. Obviously, as long as – I think I hate saying this. I mean, I – I shouldn't hate saying this, but I'll say it. I think once Dan Campbell, as long as Dan Campbell's in Detroit, you guys are perfectly fine. Absolutely. I don't, I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon, especially with the NFC North with a Minnesota team that doesn't know, have no identity. Green Bay's <laughs> flopping around with, I don't know what they got going. And Chicago, they just don't know what direction they want to go with. <laughs> if they're going to, you know. They're trying to leave Soldier Field, which I don't know if the, if that's a right call, just simply because they don't have a team to produce out there. But, you know, they're trying to figure out who their quarterback is and the receivers and the list goes on. But, no, I think Detroit, if they stay healthy, if they stay consistent, I think you guys can run this north for however, however long you guys want to. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, the point is, is we're going to be competitive every year now. Exactly. Um, it's not going to be some, you know, you look at your schedule, oh, we're playing Detroit and kind of chuckle <laughs> under your breath. You know, that's not like it anymore. People are scared to play us. I mean, players have admitted, you know, facing Detroit, that's a tough team. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we've been waiting for. You know, we've had that with different um, franchises in Detroit throughout the years, the bad boys, the going to work boys for the Pistons, you know, Red Wings have always been tough. So it's finally great to have that in the Lions. Um, they've deserved that. Well, the Lions definitely do. You know, it's bad years and it's especially, and it's great for the city because, you know, Detroit Tigers been to the World Series, I think. Um, I forgot how long that was ago, but. You know they haven't really had decent years since, and of course, Pistons. I, you know, I don't know what's gone wrong with Pistons. So the Lions, <laughs> the Lions. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's a tough, <laughs> tough discussion for you guys up there. But the Lions are giving you guys hope for the city because the Pistons are. You know, Not sad times for the Pistons, but I, you know, luckily I got my Lions in Michigan, so I ain't even worried about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't even want to worry about it. <laughs> just, just hopefully, just get through the season, God. <laughs> what are your What are your keys uh, for the game for a victory for the Lions against the Rams? That you know, they're they're not a bad Rams team. I know record speaks for it's you know it's different from on paper, but pretty decent Rams team. But uh, what are your guys' keys for? Um, for the game and, and to get a W in at home and to move forward in the divisional round. Yeah, we've got to have pressure on Matt Stafford. You know, he's going to sling the ball. It's the homecoming game for him. Playoff game hosted in Detroit. He's coming here. It's a whole, I, I always say we live in a simulation because let's be real, you know, Lions host their first <laughs> playoff game and Matt Stafford comes to town. Uh, it was written, you know, but it, uh, it, it's just about tightening up our secondary. We really gave up a lot of deep passes from Minnesota. And I mean, I know it's Justin Jefferson, but you got Cooper Cup coming mm-hmm. to town. And it's not Nick Mullins throwing the ball anymore. It's Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got to have a very tight and very disciplined secondary, I believe, to like really win this game. I think our offense will do what it does best. We've got so right. many weapons. I'm not worried on that end. Goff, you know, remains calm under pressure for the most part. Sometimes he drives me crazy, but you know, he this team is clicking on, on all cylinders right now. But it's just that secondary that I'm worried about, and kind of Cooper having like a, a you know a, a crazy game on us, yeah. and that's 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 how they can beat the Lions. So as long as we can just tighten up that and that coverage, especially deep, I think we should be good. I got a question for you, kind of curiosity. Say the say the Detroit Lions advance to the <laughs> NFC Championship game. I don't want to give your guys' hopes up, so just, just <laughs> we'll go through simulation mode here. Uh, it's on easy rookie mode of Madden. Um, you guys advance to the NFC Championship game. Now, I believe where's the bracket at again? I believe the only way you guys can host it would be if Dallas. And the Niners, the Niners lose. would have to lose. Yeah, so we're probably not going to be hosting it. That's okay. But if I make it there, I don't even care. Just get get us there. <laughs> I don't care where what, it's hosted. <laughs> what, what would be – I can only imagine the city of Detroit would be literally on fire, I'm sure, at that point. What would be the – I can just imagine what would happen. What Would, would the city close down for, like, Monday and Tuesday – 
because the fact that you guys would be in the Super Bowl, we had you guys win the NFC Championship. What was the fear when you're more? I have no idea. I've never been to Detroit or let alone Michigan, um, so I couldn't tell you what the feel is up there from Adam to Eve. But in your head, how could you imagine the city looking like if you guys advanced to Super uh, to the Super Bowl? Oh God, all the love in the world. So let me tell you, this the crime rate in right. Detroit actually is like invertedly like for like if the football team is doing good the crime rate is going down so that's great right there but there's always a saying that there ain't no party like a detroit party right and i will tell you it would be absolutely crazy i'd be down there i live about 15 20 minutes from there so um luckily i'm just a quick skipping away i'd be down there for sure but you know just there's just be so much love, you know, this city deserves so much. And yes, you'll have those crazies that probably want to light something on fire oh, or be crazy. Yeah. But I think everyone would just be so their hearts would be so full and just want to just celebrate with everybody. Uh, it would be a great time. I really hope that we get that chance. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask the same, but in a different way. If you guys advance to the Super Bowl, Oh gosh, I know I don't want to give this hope <laughs> up. Of course it has, you know, I'm just, my team. Hey, can anything can happen. Anything oh, exactly. can happen. No, you're absolutely right. The Lions have, I think, a better chance in the NFC than I think the Browns were the AOC. But anything, like you say, can happen. Mm-hmm. The guy, uh, the guys, the Lions make it to the Super Bowl. You're at home or where you're wherever you usually watch the Lions games at on the road. How how soon are you going to book your hotel room? To watch the can they watch a campaign to watch the championship parade in day de- and down down to downtown you know, Detroit. You know what? I, I honestly I wouldn't even book my hotel because we live so close. I would just like get down there like at five a.m. or four a.m. <laughs> even. I will get down there at three o'clock in the morning if I have to but and I'm get sure my you spot. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't drink. So like, I'm always like the DD, um, in in any situation. So, uh, yeah, it would just be crazy. God, I just want, I want that. I always dreamt of it as a kid. (laughs) And like, you know, and it's funny because I would hear like, we are the champions. Like, obviously I can play that with Michigan now and it's actually valid, but like, I just picture being like on Woodward, which is like the main road in Detroit. And I just picture on my knees crying my eyes out because we've won the Super Bowl. Like, I will do anything in my life. Like, that's the one thing in my life that I want um, is to see the Lions win the Super Bowl. So it would just be unimaginable. The previous guest brought this up. I'm going to take your guest on or your thoughts on it. What would be what would be your thoughts on a Browns Lions matchup? Two of the teams that's been a laughing stock <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yes, it would be great, but it would also break my heart because one of those teams would have to lose. <laughs> so, like, and I don't want it to be mine for the love of God. And I think that if, if we we matched up with the Browns team this year, right? I think we would win. Um, but. I just really wouldn't want that to to be honest. It would be great, but then yeah, someone's gotta like lose and to see one of those franchises have to get all the way there and then lose would just be devastating. So um yeah, it's it may it could happen, but uh, yeah, I don't even know what you'd call that. Like, <laughs> the world championship yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl, because that's the last time that we won it was when it was a world championship. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it could be worse. You could be a Buffalo fan that could make the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that they will, but they could, and they might miss the trigger like they did, you know, previously. Yeah, they've had a really rough go, too, because, yeah, it's like getting all the way there, having, like, a mm-hmm. solid quarterback and, and making all those playoffs and just falling short would drive me crazy. <laughs> Next question I got for you. This one's going to be a tough one, but maybe not for you, um, especially growing up as a as a fan for both teams. Say Detroit wins the Super Bowl. Michigan wins a national championship in college football. Detroit wins the Super Bowl. They're first. What would be – I know it's, it may not be so hard. To you personally, what would be the more thrill of winning, Michigan or Detroit? Oh, Detroit, hands down. I always say this, that Michigan has my heart, Mm -hmm. but Detroit has my soul. Um, I would do absolutely everything and anything to experience the Lions Super Bowl. I'm very grateful for Michigan. I'm so happy we are national champs. But, you know, gun to my head, it's going to be Lions Super Bowl every time. And, And it's not even just for me. But for the city of Detroit, mm-hmm. it's been so long and we've been shit on by everybody forever. And it's Detroit versus everybody. That's the mentality. It always has been. It always will be. And I want to see that city have a football championship because it would just mean everything. And I'd give anything to see that the most. I could see that just because I'm and I'm, not, I'm the same way with Oklahoma and, and Denver's. Yes, I love the Sooners and always will be, even if we, you know, may not ever win again. But, and of course, but Denver at the same time, though, they're, I would rather wouldn't have watched them win a Super Bowl. But I will catch your opinion from a non biased standpoint. What are your thoughts on, on Russ and the Denver situation? And what has gone wrong in Denver from a non, you know, from just a fan of the game? What are your thoughts on where this is going? And do, could you potentially see Russ back with a restructured contract instead of being let go or at least cut? You know, Russell's just kind of, you know, I've always, I've always rooted for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I truly have. Um, but I just feel like these last couple of years, he's kind of gotten just ahead of himself or like too involved in, in something that's just not football. Right. And, I, you know, I thought, that this season when they were starting to win all these games that him and Sean Payton had finally come to an understanding, you know, cause Sean Payton's a damn good coach. Mm-hmm. So you could only be blessed to be coached by him and, and to learn from him. So I just, I think that I, I, I don't know what, what happens. I really don't. I don't know if he gets in his own head or whatever. Cause sometimes he plays amazing, mm-hmm. you know, and then other times it's like a full on dud and you're like, wow, <laughs> where, where, where did he go? Oh, <laughs> uh, was he even there? Like, I don't even know. Um, but I would like them to see, to do a restructure. I think he was good, um, for Denver. And I think you get some more pieces in there whatever, but again, it's all about like getting the guys on the same page, you know, getting, you know, we've heard stories in the past of like players that have played with Russell Wilson and say that he's kind of like full of himself in a way. I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I think he's just confidence in himself and it kind of rubs some people the wrong way, which is fine. Um, but I, I hope that they get it restructured. I really do. I like seeing him there. Um, I, I want to see him keep succeeding. I want him to leave the NFL quite yet. Cause I don't, I feel like he's like around our age. I'm like, damn, it's like, we're, we're, we're so old. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen. I, I, I think things were good with him and Sean still. So I guess we'll see, but. 
No, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm, you know, my my theory always has been doesn't matter if it's Tim Tebow or Peyton Manning or the other 17 quarterbacks we had prior to, but it is the, okay, cool. If you, if you let him go, who are you going to have to replace him? Um, Stidham's not the guy. We saw that in the last two weeks of the season. He's not, he barely moves the offense down the field. Um, he's not the answer. Do you go do, so do you go, do you go a Bo Nix route? You don't know. At 12, it's potential. He's a possible, but you don't know. Then you got to find that Sean Payton guy. Who is that Sean Payton guy? And that's still up in the air. I'm with you. I still say he's probably going to be restructured. I think it makes more sense if he's restructured. But um, like you said, it's funny how people say you're 36 years old and you're old. I'm like, Lord Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, playing sports, that's old. Like, Okay. I know. I don't even listen to that because I'm like, la, 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 la. It's not real life. <laughs> <laughs> In the gym, like, am I really this old? <laughs> I mean, <You're> right. <laughs> but uh, no, it's going to be interesting what that happens. Of course, we talked uh, talked Baker. Um, do you think he's going to make any moves, make a Bucks push in the playoffs or? Are they going to be a pretty much a standstill when they when the Eagles come to town this week? You know, I, I talked about this with my guys on my other podcast, and I, I believe in Baker. I feel like any time that there's like any type of odds stacked mm-hmm. against him is when he just kind of like is like you know the fuck you think that, that like it Baker breaks through like yes yeah, yep. the Baker mentality and you know to mix that having the home game which I mean I know Tampa isn't like threatening at home by any right. means but you're still playing in better weather but philly has just been so uncharacteristic mm-hmm. and i just i i am like is does sirianni lose the locker room are these guys like you know not in the right heads i mean because they have just sucked like and for a long time now and it wasn't just a you're like okay Oh, it's not such a coincidence anymore. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's like that, tr- that freight train just kept on coming of like crappy football. So, um, you know, yes, they could get it together, but I think Baker's going to come out on top. He's a gritty guy. He'll figure out a way. You know, Eagles are off. They're not in their mindset. They're not the same team they were last year. And it, it really shows. So, yeah, give me Baker and the, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um. <laughs> I like I'm I'm now picturing him planting a flag every time now he uh, <laughs> I knew he was pissed when you guys came down here in uh was that sixteen you guys came down here or was that fifteen? Or that seventeen? No, I think that was sixteen. For what? When you guys came down and put the beat down on us in Norman. Was that sixteen? I said I can't no. remember now. Cause seventeen mm-hmm. rows. Okay, Spencer. Okay, Jalen was nineteen. See, yeah, I don't think we played you. Eighteen was Kyler. Yeah, we haven't played you. Um, Either like since the seventies. So I thought you guys came down here once when Baker. Mm mm. I think that something was scheduled. Something tells me something was scheduled, but then it fell through. And then that's when they moved it all to like the 24, 25, 26. Cause I think it was supposed to be like almost 10 years ago. And then they like, they moved it like up. I think that's yeah, what yeah. happened. Yeah. Cause we haven't, yeah. I don't remember my whole life playing you guys. Like I would remember, <laughs> especially yeah, cause like, my, like, I got, yeah. I got like, uh, 
you know, sooner family. So. Her, <laughs> so, all, and what's funny is I, I, uh, I backed you up on some tweet. I think it was like a year or two, like two years ago. <laughs> I forgot what it was. I, don't even, I couldn't. Even, somebody put the gun in my head. I would just be blowing up because I couldn't tell you what it was about. And then someone says, "Well, she's just X, Y, and Z." And then she went on. I'm like, "Okie dokie." Uh, Herbert Ross podcast. <laughs> Eagles. I'm like, whatever, guys. Eagles playing like they just want the season to be over. Well, they definitely want to be something. Um, Jalen Hurts seemed to uh, grasp more than he's seen the actual touchdowns a lot lately. But I know he just seems see- not in his head. Like he's mm-hmm. not. In his, he's not, he's in his own head. Is what I mean. You know, very uncharacteristic of them. Uh, speaking of uncharacteristic, uh, Kansas City. Um, yeah. If wow. Denver actually would have won a handful of those games that we lost by a single possession, I don't know if Kansas City even, even would have made the playoffs, but here we are anyway. Um, of course, freezing below zero temps, I'm sure, for kickoff, but what's not? who's not cool at this point? Um, <laughs> does Miami have a chance? I, I still, I'm still going to go. I talked or not talked by commented on the Herbert Raj podcast and mentioned it earlier, but I I'm still going to go with Miami upset. What's your thoughts on? Well, first of all, Kansas City season um, has just been turmoil. Uh, something's gone wrong, and uh, does Miami? Can Miami send them? Well, that can't really send them, but do they keep them home for the season? Yeah, you know, I just. I don't know who I trust more where I'm like, you know, we, we, t- we also discussed this before. It was like Tua in like big mm-hmm. situations. Not so good. Uh, but Kansas city, as much as I would love to choose Miami, I just don't, I think that there's going to be a point where Patrick Mahomes is going to like have that moment. Cause moment. he still had, he still has that, that killer instinct. You know, I know it's been a rough season for him, but he's at home. It's on the line. Like the 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 playoffs mm-hmm. are on. You know the, the future's on the line at this point. So I like them at home. I think they're going to get gritty and kind of pull out of something that they haven't really had all season and get the job done. Uh, I think the Miami will just fall flat, maybe in their own mistakes, uh, really. But yeah, I've got Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Give me just a second. I got to grab my no, cord. You're good. No, you're good. Uh, Herbarage, Jalen's ball security. You, yeah. Um, I don't know what's gone wrong. I don't know if there's an injury to his hand. I think it was the Thanksgiving game. I think he, he was running with the ball in his hand and um, fumbled. I don't know exactly, but yeah, his ball security is definitely uh, by Lex. Oh. <laughs> Hey, I'm back. <laughs> She's back. Uh, I'm sure this is probably Herb. Um, but yeah, his security, I don't know what's gone wrong. I don't know if there's an injury we don't know about or he's just playing some poor ba- or poor basketball, poor football. I I don't know. Yeah. Um this one I'm not gonna I don't have much to say on this one. I, I don't think Pittsburgh is gonna give much of a chance to fight for Buffalo. But um, freezing cold weather in Buffalo, uh, any chance uh, – what's your thoughts on the game? Any chance Pitt could pull off the upset? You know, I, I thought they could pull off the upset until I heard that T.J. Watt was out. And that was their only – really their only way to, like, keep this game close because you're in the cold at Buffalo for the playoffs. 
that's never a good combination. So um, between that and not having TJ Watt for that defense, Josh Allen can end up having a field day. So, yeah, it's not looking good. I think the road ends road ends for them this weekend. Uh, Pitt, Herbert uh, Pitts and Buffalo would be the most boring. Of the yeah, first. I can I easily bet. see that one. Yeah, same. He's probably playing bad. Bat- yeah, Jalen might be. I don't know. I don't know how well his basketball skills are on that one. But um, and then of course to wrap up the AOC side, Cleveland, Houston. Um, this is going to be interesting. Cleveland hasn't been in the playoffs. This is only the second time in twenty years they've been in the playoffs. Last time Baker Mayfield was there and beat Pittsburgh. Um, and probably should have beat Kansas City. But anyway, um. Houston, phenomenal quarterback, even though he is a Buckeye. C.J. Stroud. Oh, um, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Young. I have no problem. I let that go yeah. when they go pro, and I'm really happy <laughs> for him. I think he's been killing it. Hey, for him to play like this and know that we stopped yeah. him and he didn't win shit in college is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Cleveland, Houston, 5-4, you know, just like in college basketball, 8-9 seeds can go either way. I think uh, Cleveland wins, but Houston at home could be a tough one. Um, what's your thoughts on this? And can uh, D'Amico Ryan get his first uh, playoff win as a head coach? Yeah, I really like the Texans here. I know the Browns have been, you know, on their game and, 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 and clenched that playoff um, spot. But with Texans, CJ to Nico is like going to be really like a connection that's going to probably real good in the future, but they just go off. And I mean, like we said, CJ has been playing out of his mind this year. Uh, you know, he's been playing like a professional, like he's been playing for, you know, a long time. And you, you see a confidence in him now that I think he lacked a little bit in college. Um, he really kind of came, came out of his shell this year and, and has just shined. And I don't think it stops here. And another little petty moment is like that Browns fans, <laughs> who are also Ohio State fans, <laughs> will have to choose between their team winning or the team that they probably have sacrificed their college team for to have a successful NFL QB to end their playoff hopes. So it's going to be a tough game for some people to watch. But I'm excited. That's that's going to be a good game. I was real excited to watch their game last week. And I'm really happy they clinched it then. That was a great game. Um, but, yeah. And um... – Real quick, I'm going to post this one. This is really directed <laughs> towards you. So just so you know, um, you know, I don't know if there's bad blood with this comment or not. I don't see no bad blood. But Herbert Raj podcast, they are brothers, and they're both Alabama fans. So <laughs> <laughs> this one's strictly towards you, uh, Lexi. But here you go. Oh yeah, I heard her putty side. You know what? And here's here's the thing. <laughs> when, when we beat Bama, it felt it felt damn good. But I'll say this: I will take that roll tide to the one pride in Detroit all day long. Brian Branch, Jameer Gibbs, mm-hmm. give me those Bama boys all day. So that's where we can meet in the middle, guys. You know, I'm sorry we had to beat you in the Rose Bowl and then go to one <laughs> in Natty, but uh, I'll take your players on my professional team any day of the week. <laughs> they go, Herbert Rudd. I don't know which one's right now controlling the, uh, the social on, on the YouTube comments here, but. I love it. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm not petty in many areas of life, but when it comes to sports, oh god, yeah, it is like, 
you know, a high school type of fatty. I have no, no remorse, no, no care. I will come for you. But you know what, though? I take it. And that's the difference here is that I will take the punches all day. But you better be ready for a haymaker when I get to throw one because it is going to be on. And I'm very excited. <laughs> I will say this, though, Herbert Raj, if you guys are still watching, um, Michigan plays Texas next year. And if that and it happens, I believe the second, uh, the second week, the yeah, second week. So, Herbert Raj, whoever's controlling that um, account right now, if Michigan happens, and by the way, it's in Ann Arbor, just like it was in Tuscaloosa. If if, <laughs> if Michigan happens to take care of business, I mean, she's she's got something on you guys now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but NFC side, um, we obviously we've been through Philly and, and the Rams. I still think, even though I, I gotta, I, I called it on the last one, was stick to my guns. I would love to see Detroit win. It's, it's, I don't know, Lexi, if it's just me or it's just the Rams being the Rams. This one game, just for me, for some reason, I don't know if it's the inexperience for the Lions with the playoffs or what, but, um, does this sound like a like a trap game for Detroit in a way where the Rams, if the Rams happen to win, would it really be considered that big of an upset? You know, it really, I'm like, let's play anybody because you got to beat right, the best exactly. to be the best. Um, I'm not as scared of the Rams as some people are. Just I feel like we're really poised, but I totally get it. I, I'm not thinking that we're going to win this game easy. This is going right. to be a, a a shootout. In a crazy battle, um, it probably comes down to you know running a, a, the last few minutes you know off mm -hmm. the clock. But he, you just got to roll with it. Um, you know, I, I, at this point, you're kind of playing with house money. You won the North already. You're hosting a playoff game, which we didn't see happening. So um, I think they're just going to be playing with a fire that – they still want to prove everybody wrong. And I mean, with Matt Stafford coming to town, everyone's talking about this revenge game that I think it's Goff's revenge game. Oh, you know, McVay got all insecure when he said he wanted to bang his girlfriend and shipped him <laughs> off because he just like never recovered from that. And, you know, and, and wanted to blame all this stuff on Jared. But then you just watched how Jared kind of blossomed into this, you know, general on the field, which I feel like he never had when he was in LA. It's so different here. And, and I think you're going to test that again to Dan Campbell and his leadership, um, you know, and the culture, but yeah, it's going to be a good game, but if they lose, yes, it's going to be devastating. I don't want to think about that, but the Rams are a good team. McVay is an incredible coach. So you just got to be prepared and play your heart out. And I, I agree on that one. And last but not least, uh, a team that I can't stand at all is Dallas. Um, Brother's name. <laughs> I, I just I, I can't stand this team. Green Bay goes to Dallas. I don't see much of a game in this one. Um, it would be nice, though. I will be honest, Lexi, that it would be nice if Green Bay, not only did they fire, physically fired Mike McCarthy when he was with Green Bay, but it would be nice to see Green Bay beat Mike McCarthy, which could be, in my opinion, his last game as head coach. Because I'm not gonna lie, I think he's still in the hot seat. He's just waiting to be to be fired now. Whether or not he is, we'll see. But um, yeah, who knows? Maybe Green Bay can do it again for him. 
Yeah, I think it's what's great about that game is that one of those teams gets to lose, and I'm excited mm. about that. So, <laughs> 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 um, I'm not sure if I want, you know, I will say that if the Packers upset the Cowboys, that means that we would get to host them back at mm. home, and I would love to do that. Um, but I also need that ma- rematch against Dallas because that loss was bullshit, and like I'm just still sour about that. Like it's always it's always some shit. So it's like I said, Detroit versus everybody, always. Well, you never know. They may make it to the uh, to the Super Bowl, and then um, you guys can create all the the shirts in the world. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just can't wait to see the day that Roger Goodell has to hand over the trophy to us. Yeah. That's going to be good. <laughs> if that happens, and now we'll wrap this thing whole thing up. If this happens, if that happens, is Eminem in the background rapping? Oh, gosh. He's been. He's, or is he the halftime show for the Super Bowl? Oh, shoot. he ha- He'd have to be the halftime show. But I don't know, because that would be like giving the Detroit edge. You know, they never do that. True. But oh, he, he'd be on that sideline, I bet you. Uh, you know, he's always in like a suite watching the mm-hmm. game going crazy. I love it. You know, it's just such a, you know, a tight knit culture, you know, with Detroit. You, know, you If you're from here, you love the city, you'll do anything, you'll die for the city. Like, that's right. what it is. It's just, it's just something that you can't explain. I don't, I don't see a lot of people fighting for their city like people do for Detroit, but it's just because we've always been kicked when we're, when we're down, you know, and, and a lot of people gave up on the city many, many years ago. Um, so it's just, it's just different for us. No, I, I completely, wow. I would say completely get it, but no, I'm sure it is because, you know, it's a city that, unfortunately not a lot of people talk about it anymore and if they are it's more bad than than uh, yeah than really good so which turns out to be half the anyway but no i hope you guys do well in the playoffs it's gonna be interesting what you guys can do and even if it doesn't work out you know the future is bright in detroit and hopefully they can uh keep this momentum going though absolutely the future's bright i'm so excited we're gonna wrap <laughs> the show up with the uh <clears throat> the uh, hot hot seat five question hot seat presented by blackout coffee be awake not woke so, uh, use the promo code air raid podcast and save 20 percent on your order the if the lions win the super bowl this year <laughs> who's the next i don't know i'm guessing there's only two uh well i guess it's three who is the next major league team that would be closest to winning a championship in their respective sports? Well, we can definitely say not the Pistons. They way off. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Red Wings. You know, Steve Eiserman has been, you know, really turning this, this around and I, kind of falling some sure or whatever, but are you talking about like the Detroit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'd, I'd say, I'd say the Red Wings. Cause even the Tigers, I don't know. Like it's good, then it's not good. It's really crappy, right. and then it's good again. Um, I think that they're they're heading in the right direction, but they've got a lot longer to go because you just see that all these baseball clubs dropping mm-hmm. millions of dollars, you know. And and I just don't know if we've got somebody that would ever be willing to do that. So you just kind of kind of play your cards that you got and, and hope for the best. But yeah, um, <laughs> definitely the Pistons last. But I'm gonna go with the Red Wings next. I feel bad for Kate Cunningham. He, I don't, I don't know if he can't stay. I know he can't. He seems oh. like he can't stay healthy unless he's trying to get off that court. I don't know what he's. Trying I know. To do. I, I'm just, I'm just distraught because he's such a good player and such a good person, and I just don't want him to, 
you know, essentially just be ran out of here because they just, you know, want to keep rebuilding, rebuilding and not actually try to win games. So what can you do? Somebody next question, <clears throat> somebody, what is going to play, you know, the simulation role here? Okay. Someone presents you 20 million bucks. Oh boy. You got tickets to, so someone's going to present you 20 million bucks. On the other hand, you already have your tickets to the Super Bowl. Now, the only way to get that 20 million bucks is to physically cough up your Super Bowl tickets where there's a chance that you can miss them celebrating the Vincent Lombardi Trophy or losing it. We don't know. But not knowing the future down the road that this could be the only Detroit team in the Super Bowl and that you physically cannot watch in person, what would you do? You know what? No, give me that twenty million because exactly. <laughs> when I say this, when I say it, like the Ohio State Michigan game was like the mm -hmm. first rivalry game I went to in person again since like years. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I went to the Big Ten Championship, but even like I didn't want to go to the Rose Bowl. I don't want to go to the Natty because in these type of big games, I act a fool. I don't right. want to do that in public. I'd rather be a, a crazy idiot screaming in my living room and my neighbors thinking that I'm getting murdered or something. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, I, I, and then at that point I could just buy some sweet club club suite tickets or season tickets for the lions exactly. and just enjoy it, you know, while getting free food the next, you know, few, few years, every season. So yeah, no, give me that 20 mil. I like that answer. <laughs> You're a, I'm this. I don't talk politics much for many reasons. Uh, but you're running for president. Number one, what is your campaign slogan or whatever they call that thing? Number one. Number two, who is going to be your vice president? It can literally be anybody. It don't matter. We're playing simulation role. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I just think about how petty I am, but um, my slogan will probably be like something like never Ohio. It's got to be something like Ohio. <laughs> Or like Ohio is the armpit of America. Like that would be like my slogan. So what you're telling um, me there's a zero percent chance you're gonna win the state of Ohio? No, yeah, that's fine. I'll take that loss. Um, I'll totally take that. But you know, if I get a vice president, it's even gotta be one of my football coaches. You know, you gotta get like you gotta get the Harvard enthusiasm unknown to mankind from Harbaugh, or like oh, just the God. gritty. I'm gonna. You know, bite your kneecaps off, Dan Campbell. You need that kind of like hostility, but like energy um, to run the nation. So, yeah, you got to give me one of those two guys. I think Dan, I don't care if Dan's a president or vice president. I think Dan Campbell would be a heck of a guy in office. Oh, God, would he ever? And he'd be such a pure heart, though. They'd probably get rid of him. Like, for real. <laughs> like, no, I, no, they That's wouldn't. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that, no, money, yeah, there's too much money in that garbage that uh, mm -hmm. it talks really quick. And Jim Hallbar, real quick, what he would do is practically talk with all the world leaders in khakis. <laughs> I mean, you so know, classic. Yeah, no, he, he, he would be, yeah, he's just two good men. Two good men right there. Last two questions. One's, not, one's pretty simple. Headed into 24, what's your expectations as a fan and all the good stuff with Michigan headed into the 24 season? You know, it's just it, 
to just continue what they've they've done. You know, like I said, they built this foundation. Um, the bricks are all there. The guys, you know, that that are even coming back to the program, or the, even the guys coming in, we're on the sidelines celebrating. Like it's it's a tight knit group. So uh, my expectations are high. Uh, it's going to be nice with the twelve team mm. expansion, though, because you can drop a game or two. It's not going to be the end of the world anymore, um, especially with a gauntlet that Michigan has. You you can lose two games mm-hmm. and still you know make the playoffs, which which is huge, huge, especially with like the talent that's coming in and the teams you're you're going to be facing yearly now. So um, the ex- expectations are high, but that's what you do with with a program that's becoming elite and that is elite. When you win a national championship, that's the goal every year anyway. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't that continue to be? Um, from here on out. And the last question is interesting one. You guys <laughs> won the Super Bowl, and now you're planning. I don't know what the day is. Just we have to schedule it. They're playing. The, they're planning Super Bowl. They announced it for the whole city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. Hey, Super Bowl is X, Y, and Z. Super Bowl trophy. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And um, it's below freezing temps. What are you bringing to the parade? Knowing you, I, I can already see you already be good, that you're going to be out there anyway. Oh, absolutely! How early are you going to show up to get staged for the parade? And what are you bringing with you? Because obviously it's going to be freezing as cold. Yeah, um, I'm going to be getting there like before dawn. So you're going to catch me there like 4:30 in the morning, getting a parking spot and a, and a structure. Um, but it's all about those layers, mm-hmm. all about the layers. I'm always cold. Like even in the summertime, my hands and feet are cold. Probably like a low iron thing or something, but I don't know. Um, but you just got to get the long johns. You got to get the the fleece leggings over those. Uh, you know, the long sleeve shirt with the sweatshirt over top. I always been wearing a beanie and like you know gloves and everything. So, you, I could I could definitely get myself in the hand warmers. Always prepared with those. You know, it's nothing we don't experience like every year. So, right. um, you can bet your ass that the city of Detroit is going to be out there partying, even if it's like negative ten. <laughs> <laughs> I might have icicles on my eyebrows, but I'll be there celebrating. <laughs> hey, if if that happens, you guys deserve it. I ain't knocking that. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. No, I had a pleasure having you on, Lexi, talking Michigan and Detroit. Definitely (laughs) insight because, as I mentioned, we don't get much coverage of either end or. So it's always good to get other fan bases view on. Well, in this aspect, your success on your guys' national championship and, of course, Detroit's success so far and uh, hopefully continues throughout the playoffs. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. This was so fun, so much fun. I know we've been planning this for like yeah, a long time now. Right. I'm glad that I get a half an hour for the natty, so I got to talk about that. That's what I was telling a buddy of mine. He does a podcast. I said, "Yes, I got Lex." He said, "Have you?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "For some reason, I said I don't know what kept." I said, "Either I think you you went you went on you went traveling abroad." Remember? Yeah. 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 But no, it was good because you guys won a national championship and. <laughs> and, uh, you had some Bama haters today, obviously. So, yeah, for sure. You've been listening to the Air Attack podcast. Lexi, where can they find you at on your socials as we wrap it up? Yeah, you can find me at Go Blue Lexi one one seven. Follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Twitter, you know, follow with caution because I do kind of have a mouth on me. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a ride. <laughs> so make sure to follow. 
And of course, uh, listen to the podcast on all major podcast platforms. Find the uh, show on Twitter, Air Raid Podcast, and Air Raid Mike if you want to reach to me personally. Otherwise, we'll be here same time, same place next week. Have a wonderful weekend of uh, playoff football. We'll see you guys then. See ya. Go Blue. You've been listening to the Air Raid Attack Podcast. Sports, life stories, general topics, but mainly football. Can you blame us? Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter at Air Raid Podcast and on YouTube and Facebook at Air Raid Attack Podcast. See you next time at your home of the unfiltered, unscripted, 100% authentic Air Raid Attack Podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Go! Go!